Louise McSharry on 2FM. Now, though, it is time for us to do How to Be an Adult. And if you're a regular listener, you know that the story is this is the time for us to all kind of suck it up and confront the things that maybe we probably should have at some stage picked up on along the road to being a grown-up, but maybe you didn't quite manage it. And for some people, public speaking is a real issue. It's something that they really struggle with. It's obviously not a problem that I have. I would, like, honestly, I would confront people with my voice all day long if I had the opportunity. Uh, but it, I know it is something that people really struggle with. And it doesn't even matter if it's only on Zoom or on a webinar. Um, you know, the anxiety can raise and it can be a real problem. So we thought we would confront it today. Michelle O'Grady is the founder of Railta, a school created to help people with their public speaking through speech and drama and to support young people. And actually, I'll let Michelle tell us about the work that she does. Hello, Michelle. Hi, Louise. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm great. Good. So tell me about Railta and what it is that you did with Railta before the pandemic and what you do now. Okay, so Railta, it's basically, it's based on confidence boosting and resilience building for children and adults. And I work with people, you know, mainstream special needs, whoever has a few words and is willing to act a little silly and get a little bit more confident than I'm all about that. Um, so what I do is I use speech and drama games to help people with this. So like projection exercises, speech skills, monologues, helping people become a completely different character um, and just loads of games and just to really like let go and relax and breathe slow and move slow and speak slow. That's kind of the whole aim of each session with Railta. Because presumably you know any kind of tension in your body or in your in your mind would really prevent you from being relaxed in a in a situation where you feel like even if it's a small group but people are listening to you oh absolutely i think any way that we feel like we're exposed or vulnerable makes our body kind of feel almost under attack like it really goes back to a a primal issue that our body often has to be told it's okay, you know, you're relaxed, it's fine, you're in a good situation, you're only just being asked to say a few words in front of a few people, you know, so you have to really talk to yourself. So a lot I find with public speaking is about grounding yourself beforehand. Mm. And this always sounds very off the wall, but trust me, it works. I tell my students to think of themselves like a tree. And what I mean by that is to root yourself into the ground and stand still and strong and then get your breaths to come from as down low in the tree slash yourself as possible because what happens when we get nervous is we speak really 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 fast because we're trying to get through it and get you know off the stage off the screen (laughs) um but same with our breaths our breaths come from right high in our chest and they're short and shallow Mm. but if people realize more and more which i think they are that if you breathe really nice really slow not only do you give yourself energy but you relax yourself so that's like a really good combination for public speaking you know Mm. well i mean that sounds like something that would benefit you in any kind of anxious ridden or anxiety ridden situation um not just public speaking but have you encountered people who are struggling with zooms and uh webinars and all the way that we're living our lives on computers now um you know are people having issues with public speaking in that way Absolutely. And I really think the biggest cause of worry for people is perfectionism, Mm -hmm. that 
they have to come across really perfect, really well. And no, this isn't really weird that we're all in a pandemic and we now speak through screens. <laughs> yes, it is really weird. Like, yeah. can we just relax and realise that? And I think um, sometimes actually when those mistakes happen on screens, you know, they're like frozen faces and the awkward, oh, I can hear you. And, you know, you're staring at the screen and can they hear you? You know, it's all a bit awkward. That's good. That actually relaxes everyone a little bit. Or, you know, mm. when somebody walks in accidentally, you know, it gives everyone a bit of a laugh and kind of humanizes what's a very robotic mm. now situation. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like yeah. it's like when I make mistakes on the show and I know they rarely have. No, I'm joking. I make mistakes all the time, but <laughs> I, I don't get too het up about them because I think people people relate to that. We all make mistakes in our life and we stumble over our words and we forget things and, and that's part of being a human being. And I find, I feel and I hope that people connect to that more than if I was kind of like a perfect person saying everything immaculately. And and I presume that translates to a Zoom or, you know, when we are in our normal lives, you know, standing on a stage or standing in front of a room full of people. Oh, absolutely. Because the whole thing really when you're speaking is you, the goal is for it to be conversational. And goal even seems like too harsh of a word to put on, you know, conversational. Like your goal is to be relaxed. Like that <laughs> <laughs> sounds a bit harsh, but, you know, um, it is. It's when, you know, like I always think of the example that comes to my head, you know, when you go to a wedding and either one of the couple make a mistake in the vows and everyone starts roaring laughing in the, you know, in the mm. congregation and it relaxes everyone. Mm. I think that's a really good example because it's like, okay, no, it's, you know, it's less that they're up there and we're down here. It's like everybody, sorry to use this phrase again, we're all in it together, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are all in it together in a public yeah. speaking way. <laughs> but, but you're so right yeah. because if you're focused on perfection, like you're always going to fail, you're literally just setting yourself up for failure because no one can ever be perfect. Yeah, and it's kind of an us versus them, which makes you feel more, you know, awkward and imperfect, like that the other person on the other side of the screen is like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, I'm really good at this. I can project perfectly. I can look you in the eye perfectly. This is no problem. No, everybody finds it, mm. you know, a little bit strange. So I think the biggest thing is if we could all just be a bit more gentle with ourselves around it, you know, mm. um, and, you know, also because we're all not speaking to very many people at the moment. Mm. So when you introduce a new person on screen, say, for example, I know myself, I kind of like, even if I'm out for a walk now or even on screen, if I'm meeting someone new, my voice emits this really weird high pitched type of hello <laughs> because it's like, well, you're outside of the three people I normally speak to, you know. Yeah. Um, so if we could kind of relax and realise that we're all a bit like that. But I do think in terms of actual practical tools for yeah. yourself to relax yourself um, your deep breaths, as I was saying, mm -hmm. stretching. So like it, how I look at it is like contraction and expansion. So before, say, a zoom, if you do your three deep breaths in slowly in the nose, out the mouth slowly, um, really tightening everything up in the body and relaxing that, doing it a few times. And then a really good just shaking out of your whole body. Mm. Um, and then another really important thing is, you know, wear something that you love. It sounds really simple, but it's actually like a kind of a form of armor nearly for yourself and boosts your own confidence. So, mm. you know, that bit of perfume or that 
those shoes or those hilarious socks, whatever makes you feel more like you mm. will really help you then to be more relaxed and natural over the Zoom, like just to set yourself up well. And what do you think about preparation? Because, you know, some people I think feel like the more you know what you're going to say, like if you learn it word for word or if you practice a million times, then you're definitely going to do well. That isn't my experience. I find I can over prepare. Um, but what what have you experienced with your students? Yeah, I 100% believe if you kind of if you over prepare, which I am guilty of as well, it gets to a point where I actually don't even take in what I'm reading anymore, do you know? Mm. Um, so I think you prepare as much as you can and then you have to let it go. Mm. Um, and I definitely believe in don't learn anything off by heart because what will happen is, or what could happen is, you're flying through it, you're like, oh, brilliant, I've nailed this. And then you forget a line and mm. then you're so thrown and it completely throws you off, you know, off your track. So yeah. a few notes on a cue card will always help you, but... It's the same when I have students doing monologues and they'll be up and they're performing the piece and then they're like, oh, no, I got that word wrong. And I'm like, it doesn't matter as long as you have the basic meaning of what you're trying to say mm. still intact, then keep going, keep going. You have to like have your mistake and then move on from it. And like um, I know I have a lot of students where they'll say, oh, there is this time where I got up and. I dropped a sheet and it was so embarrassing. And then I always ask the question, but what did you do afterwards? And they're like, well, I kept going. I'm like, well, that's the bit you focus on. You kept going. Yeah. And the other thing is you know, that people, people don't know that you've made a mistake unless you tell them you've made a mistake, right? Yeah. So if you just carry yeah, on, totally. nobody knows that you were planning on, you know, doing seven verses of Shakespeare in the middle of your Zoom lecture. Like, it's only you who knows that you forgot to do the seven verses of Shakespeare. So, you know, I'm a big believer in faking it until you make it. And also they'd be very grateful maybe that the mistake happened and you didn't have to do those seven verses of Shakespeare. Yes, probably. <laughs> We're all winners. <laughs> um, so I want to open it up because I'm sure there will be people who have had experiences or particular things that they're struggling with. Um, and if you do, please do text into us 51552. If there's something that you're struggling with in terms of presenting yourself in Zoom meetings or even if it's in, in, in our previous life or our post-COVID life, when we're back in you know one-to-one -one meetings that may you find intimidating or situations where you have to present. If you have a question for Michelle, text it into us 51552 and we'll be back with Michelle O'Grady from Railta uh, in just a few minutes. Thanks, Michelle. Coming up, we have got a brand new song from God Knows, Denise Chyla and Merley of Narrow Lane. The song is called Water and it's right after this. Louise McSherry on 2FM. Oh, I love that. That is God Knows, Denise Chyla and Merley, Narrow Lane and Water on 2FM. Absolutely love that. Now that I'm joined by Michelle O'Grady from Railta. Hello, Michelle. Hello. Oh, we've lost Michelle for a second. That's okay. We'll get her back. Maybe we'll ring her um, and uh, we'll go through your questions. Um, but I'm going to give you a little tip that I actually have learned over the years for public speaking, because even though I said there that, um, you know, it isn't a problem for me, it hasn't always been that way. I did used to get really nervous. And I actually remember one time I was going on the Late Late Show and I was just doing, you know, one of the panels in the audience. This is years ago now, like 15 years ago or something. And I started to get really panicked and I just 
kind of gave myself a talking to and I was like, if you're going to do this for a job, you've got to be able to do this. So this is a mind over matter thing. You have to just get rid of those nerves and neutralize them. And I couldn't believe it, but I actually did. Um, And I'm not saying that's going to help for everything, everybody. But one tip that I have definitely taken with me is, you know, if you're talking and your mouth gets dry and you can feel, you, you hear it sometimes on the radio, you can hear a tongue like, I won't even do it. You know the sound. I don't have to describe it for you. But if you get a really dry mouth and you're super stressed and it's not happening, then if you bite the back of your tongue, I'm doing it right now, your mouth will produce saliva and you will no longer be experiencing that dry mouthed moment. Uh, So there you go. That's my tip. Michelle is back. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Michelle. Hi. Hi. Sorry. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Just this world of technology that we're living in is a joy and just so many unexpected and spontaneous moments in our lives. Isn't it just great? Uh, No, that was an an example. We were just completely setting up, of course, weren't we? Yes, of course. Technology and public speaking. (laughs) See how we recover. Wow, Michelle, you're in the wrong field. Um, Okay, so we have got loads of questions for you. So let's just get stuck in. I find it super hard to enter a conversation, says this person. Like, I have questions. I know what to say. It just feels like I can never break in. How can I know when is the time to talk? Okay, well, I think it's important to say, take a deep breath. I know I'm saying that constantly, but it is important. Take a deep breath and come in at a point where there is just that slight lull in conversation, but by acknowledging the point that the other person is making. So you can kind of say, oh, yeah, I, you know, I really feel that way too, or, oh, yeah, that reminds me of. So if you kind of segue in that way, that might make it a little bit more comfortable for you because you're kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, coming in and agreeing and showing that you're listening to what the other person is saying, but you're kind of forming a bond by saying you have a similar experience. Mm. And I think the thing about those moments is it's it's really hard on Zoom. I'm in a lot of Zoom meetings, and I think it is really hard But what's going to happen is sometimes people are going to talk over each other and sometimes it'll happen that you'll start talking and somebody else will start talking or someone else isn't finished talking and you've accidentally interrupted them. And that's okay. That's like par for the course. That's just what's happening. This is the life we're living in. Um, So this next one I am hard relating to. Chloe says, OMG, Louise, this is so childish, but I hate phoning people like getting a Chinese or anything. Is that normal? (laughs) Chloe, I think that's normal. Michelle, do you think that's normal? I think that is so normal and becoming even more normal all the time Mm. yeah 100% and is that because we're using our phones or like I mean not for speaking for everything else except speaking (laughs) yeah absolutely and you know even that it's just constant texting or whatsapping or whatever it may be but also you um we're kind of walking around a lot with the heads down Mm. too so there's a lot of kind of closed off body language these days so taking a phone call is a very kind of open thing and also it's a bit of an unknown sometimes you Mm. know so I think text is all about a bit more of control so there's a slight sense of loss of control when you're taking a phone call so that's completely natural I I have friends who have said to me just don't call me yeah that's fine It's fine. You're not taking it personally. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I really, uh, if my phone rings, I panic. I just, I'm like, yeah. what? what? Who would call me? Um, un- unless it's prearranged. Um, I find it very hard to kind of stomach these days, which is which is tragic, really, and maybe an indictment yeah. of our generation. But I think you are very normal, Chloe. Um, yeah. Next question says, how can I stop my voice quivering when I'm speaking in public? Okay, that's a really good one. Again, your deep breath, but also um, 
I think if you really ground your feet in, like I was saying before, it's about getting yourself really rooted and strong to the spot. And the quivering is just, it's nerves. And it's no more than when we kind of shake and fidget. It's a way of relaxing ourselves. So, and it's kind of like a self-soothing thing. So Mm. to that point, what I would say is, as the quivering is nerves, sometimes you're trying to control the nerves and like that's what comes out as the quivering. So let the nerves just be there. That's what I always say. I think people try to get rid of the nerves, rid of the quivering, rid of the knocking knees, whatever it may be, the shakes. Just be like, okay, I'm nervous. Of Mm. course I'm nervous. This is abnormal. I don't normally speak out in front of loads of people. So I'm nervous. I'll just let the nerves sit beside me, Mm. you know, on this chair, at the desk, wherever it may be. Mm. And call it excitement if you can trick your brain that way. But, you know, I think most of us are like, no, I'm just nervous. So just if she or he says the nerves are there beside me, I'm quivering, that's okay, mm. then that that will really help. But that's, again, back to the kind of the perfectionism. Mm. Um, you know, I think we all as well be like, everyone can hear me quivering. And that's like the biggest issue. Mm. Number one, they probably can't hear you quiver as much as you think they can. Mm. And also, if they can hear you quivering, they're rooting for you. It's not yeah. that people listening to you are going, oh, my goodness, look at her, mm. save her. You know, it's not at all. That's so, so true. I mean, I think yeah. if any if anyone thinks about when they're in the audience of anything, the worst thing that can happen is that things go badly. All you want is for things to go yeah. well and you're completely on the side. And if a mistake happens, you're you're even more on side and then you're you're waiting for the comeback. Like, you know, everybody's on your side. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And yeah, I think again it goes back to it's an us versus them and we think that everyone's going, Oh wait, there, they messed up, there yeah. it is. It's absolutely not that ever. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Neve has asked about um, a leg shake. She says she feels she feels fine everywhere else, but the leg starts to shake, and presumably that's the same as what you just said there. Um, Yeah. Fiona says, "Hi, Louise. Could you ask Michelle how to raise the issue of repeatedly not being listened to, or my point being misunderstood in meetings? Do I need to try to speak with more authority, or open my section of the meeting with keyword a keyword that catches people's attention? I genuinely am at my wit's end to know whether it's." pure disrespect my way of speaking and tone or what thank you yeah no that's a really common one and really hard one because it becomes so frustrating so yeah speak slowly because when you speak slowly it comes across more confidently even your posture I don't know if she's been seen on a screen or anything like that but for your own sake sitting up straight shoulders back it helps with your projection so Mm. speaking slowly and projecting and yeah, p- placing emphasis on keywords in your message is really important. We call it penny and pound words. So the penny words are words that you could kind of, you know, say clearly, but skim over a bit. But your pound words are your message. So maybe if she comes in with short, shorter sentences, if possible, says the one saying the longest sentences here ever, but <laughs> shorter sentences, if possible, with her key message. And if somebody interrupts, just sit back, listen, and then come back in with your point slowly again that's the biggest word I kind of want people to come away with is slowly um, because it really it relaxes you it reminds you of what you need to say and getting your message across but Mm. also it makes people come to attention and listen to what you have to say Okay, and I've got one Mm. more question for you before we let you go Michelle this says how do you talk to people when they all have their cameras switched off it's so difficult to talk into a void oh man I can imagine yeah absolutely that is tricky but I think again it's it's relaxing about the weird world that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. So if that's how some people have to navigate it for themselves, 
you have to really just leave that with them and do what is going to work well for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's how I'd approach that one anyway. I know it's, it's very off-putting, um, but it's all part of the very bizarre scenario that we're in now anyway. Mm-hmm. So you can't control what the other people are going to do, you know, yeah. unless you're their boss, of course. But um, <laughs> I, I would think just put it down to the strangeness of the situation that we're in and keep going as you're going. And do you think when all of this is over, all this Zooming and uh, webinaring and all the rest is going to stand to us in the way that we communicate in general? Yeah, because I think it's definitely forced people to get out of their comfort zone a lot more. Like you're sitting in your own house and you're kind of have to go out of your comfort zone because you're speaking to people maybe all around the world. So mm. I think it is actually going to give people a little more confidence than they realise. But, you know, you don't realise sometimes you gain the confidence till you're in a new situation. Yeah. And so maybe there'll be, when everybody's out and about again, we'll have a world filled with people projecting really well and mm. <laughs> super confident. Well, after sorry. No, no, no. After all of this. Themselves. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for coming on with us. Michelle O'Grady is the founder of Railta. Um, and Michelle, tell people how they can find you. I am at railtadrama.com and I am on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to contact me directly, just email hello at railtadrama.com. And just to remind people, you kind of offer a bit of a bespoke service. So you can help with all kinds of problems, right? And, and you deal with people of all ages. Oh, yeah. Any, anyone from really the age of four up and the oldest student I've had is somewhere in her 80s. OK, so, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. OK, yeah. well, have a great day, Michelle. And thank you so thank much for you. all of your wisdom. Great. OK. Louise <laughs> McSherry on 2FM.